Starting it now. We're starting it now because I want a fucking Big Mac. It was it was it started off as a good morning? It's not a bad day. It's not a bad day. It hasn't even started yet. Not a bad day. <clears throat> a lot of shit to get through, and I had a plan. Lying, oh, I was lying in my bed, guys. I was lying in my nice warm bed. Had a fire going on from the last night because my my base my basement my bedroom is in the basement, which is where the wood burning stove is. So it's really nice and cozy, especially when it's not negative twenty degrees outside. And uh, <laughs> the fire then just serves the purpose of preventing the pipes from freezing. Makes it warmer. It, it makes it a lot warmer, much more enjoyable in the basement. But when it's minus twenty outside, you really need that just just to stay comfortable. Because I lived one winter without the wood burning stove. And not only was it very expensive, it was very uncomfortable. Bedroom, you had to bring in electric heaters, electric bill went up, gas bill went up, whatever it was. <clears throat> However, you're going to heat up that house, the bill is going to go up. But I got fire going from last night. There's the embers. You know, still enough, I don't even have to light another piece. I don't have to make no more kindling. All I got to do is put another you know, small dry piece of wood on there, stack it up. Never was a Boy Scout, but I can make a damn good fire. I don't know if the Boy Scouts can do much of anything now because you're a bunch of pussy scouts. Uh, so I got it, got it roaring again. Ah, nice warm fire. Lying in my bed, man. And it's Friday. All I had to do today, I did two workouts yesterday. I ran and I lifted weights. All I wanted to do was go and write. And I even, I even knew the town I was going to go to where there's this and eh, not a cafe, a restaurant that's got some really good food, but it's quiet, no TVs. I could go and I could work. I could write. And then the, uh, across the street, more or less, there's a cigar lounge where, once again, no TVs. None of you dipshit fay hots, none of you assholes watching your fucking March Madness. None of you douchebags like, oh, I got my brackets, I got my brackets. In brackets right here. God. Met up with a fan uh, client, more client than fan, last night. Nice to see a young millennial succeed. 25-year-old man, kicking ass, taking names. Surprise is surprise. His parents are still married, and his dad's very successful. Oh, I wonder if there's a correlation. And uh, we're hanging out at a bar. And we forgot. We like going to this bar because it's it's centered at the time when anyone comes in and they want to meet. I say, let's go to this place. Plus, the man is not too far away from that place. We can usually loop in the man, <clears throat> but now he's, he's big time corporate muckety muck. He doesn't hang out with us anymore. He's too good for us people. But uh, yeah, kid, meet us over here. And we walk in. It's a freaking zoo. Like, what in fuck's name is going on? And look, and I oh, because there's always TVs on anyway. And oh, see all the stupid pasty white people with their limp wristed arms in the stands going woo because a bunch of tall, lanky black dudes were slamming an orange sphere into a red ring with some white netting, saving saving little children, curing cancer. Because every I know every time the t the tall guy dunked the ball, the orange sphere into the red ring. That's another child saved from cancer. Holy fucking morons cheering because just <laughs> fucking tards. Oh. So we, it was fine. We could still have a conversation with the kid, but my God, just, just 
You guys all think there's something to save in the United. There isn't. There is not. There just isn't. What was it? Me and DT were talking about Elon Musk and... uh... Oh, that is not warm enough. That will have to be reheated. And whatever, Jeff Bezos. They want to populate the universe with trillions of humans so that so that there's that that hundred or thousand of Einsteins. What in fuck's name for? Why why the the founding fathers, and I'm not just the founding fathers, but going all the way back to the Republic and uh, Greece, ancient Greece. Uh, or democracy and, and the republic and uh, <clears throat> philosophy and Western civilization. These people, all the people who fought for freedom, the hundreds of millions of men who battled uh, throughout all of Europe and World War One and World War Two and the Thirty Years' War, all of that, they have got to be rolling in their graves. That the that the ultimate comeuppance, the pinnacle form of freedom, is you fat, dopey, white assholes. Watching a bunch of otherwise accomplished athletes. I'm not, I'm never, I will never criticize the athletes because they actually put in the work. You guys fucking jizz in your shorts because some guys threw a ball somewhere and, and it was caught or went over a line. That's how you dumbasses. That's how you dumbasses spend your freedom. Oh God. <laughs> Would it be too politically incorrect to say the guy down in Churchill, uh, he had the wrong audience? Would that be? Uh, be oh, oh, you're going to get banned. We do not advocate violence on the Clary podcast. We just sometimes dream about it. Nothing would happen. What would happen? Let's say, oh, Catmeister went in there. What would happen? Nothing. Nothing that would alter the course of human history. If anything, it probably would delay idiocracy. But these people are so pointless. Their lives are so stupid, so meaningless. What would happen? Nothing. Traffic might be a little bit better the next day. (laughs) There'd be a couple less divorces and fucked up kids. I I guess demand for Ritalin would go down. I guess there'd be a few Bud Lights sold less. Oh, geez, what would we do without the bar-going, sports-watching, mouth-agape public? So I had the intention, getting back to why I want a Big Mac, I had the intention, it's going to be a great day, I'm going to get up, nice warm, and there's nothing better than having that fire going, and I take a shower, and and it's not cold. The fire is so hot that the concrete... Cappy, you you step out on a car. Yes, I don't live in a nice house, guys. I don't live I don't live luxury. Step out on warm concrete, and um, and it was. It was just and then I get up and then my realtor, hey, contractor wants to take a look at the house. Fuck! What time? One p.m. My realtor does not sound like that. That's just my standard Professor Kelp impersonation for everyone. Which is smack dab where I wanted to already be. At that cafe, get a little bit of food. And I go right at that cigar. I just want to, oh no, no, Aaron. Shame on you. Shame on you for hustle and having more than one plate on the thing. It's like, fuck. Oh, guys, I'm going to tell you about my my future, my dream. Oh my God, it's going to be two bought and paid for houses. And that's it. That's it. And I may even, I may even, when I'm old and uh, 
I've got my use out of the Clary compound, although I think that's going to be the house I die in. I could be wrong, but man, but the talented Mr. Lee, my good buddy, the talented Mr. Lee, he lives in this mother-in-law, not apartment, but hut. It, that's, there's the only, that's the only way to describe it. It's a hut. <clears throat> and you walk in, it's immediately the living room. The, that first half you walk in, that first half is the living room. Off to the left, he has his study. Uh, no, no walls, just open. Tucked in the corner of that is the little kitchenette, little sink, and uh, uh, a fridge, microwave. And then there's a wall, and on the other side of that wall, there's the bedroom, and across from that is a little shower and, and uh, toilet. And it's got to be no more than maybe, maybe 500, if that, more like 450 square feet. And, and uh, I always envied him. Well, not always, because he just got it like two, three years ago. Uh, he rents it. I'm just thinking how nice. Nice little patio out back. Overlooks the, overlooks the desert. I'm just like, God damn. <laughs> Maybe this is what I want. Yeah, You can't have it with two people, especially a female. Of which I'll grant females the right, because they, they got to have more stuff, because I want them. I want the girls to have more heels. You guys are all... You guys don't understand women. I'll explain. Let me explain women to you because I always have to explain women to you. You want women to have lots of clothes. Not not in a, an egregious amount where they never wear it. Like they got to wear it at least once or twice a year. I got that. So there's an annual purging and a goodwill trip. But, dude, you want them wearing those slutty, sexy-ass heels. You want them in those little outfits. You want them in their their formal dress, their fun uh, spring dress, their uh, nighttime going out dress. A boating dress. Uh, they could they just because you got to showcase them off. Say, look at what I got. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> you're not me. <laughs> you're you. Sucks to be you because you're not me. Fuck you. <laughs> this is me. See what I did? That's the, the and of course, future generations. They're all about minimalism. Hang on, let me get this a little closer. Get a little bit better. There we go. Better audio quality. They're all about minimalism and the organic natural girl. The girl was like really hot, had a great body because she hikes. You see that a lot in the hiking community, in the mountain climbing community or rock climbing. They're, they got toned bodies, but the fuck if they're female, man. The fuck if they're feminine. No makeup, hair's all dreaded. You know, you almost see like a bird forming a nest in some of these girls' hair. It's like, yeah, you got the great body, but you don't own one pair of heels. Don't wear makeup. Don't do up their hair. Otherwise, very pretty girls capable of anything, but they just don't have that that uh, femininity. They just don't have the. But then, like, why would I just look so good? And then, as per my previous podcast, you could just see the defeatism in the men's eyes. Like, well, could you wear a thong, maybe? What am I, your goddamn sex toy? Oh, so now I get to delay to one p.m. Wait for the contractor to come in. The book will be pushed out further and further. Oh, I was so looking forward. That was the guilt. See, I have guilt. That's why I'm so pissed off. I have guilt because I didn't make as much progress as I needed to. And every book in the beginning has a lot of foundational work you got to do up front. You got to outline it. You got to do this. You got to organize it. And I did. I did all that. And then I really hate writing books that take research. I really hate it. I think, what was it? Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. Hang on. Wait a minute. We're live. Do I have a copy of that here? Here we go. 
or black brothers and Latino. It's kind of the same thing. There you go, black man. Our good buddy Marcus Brown. You guys remember him? Uh, when I was writing that book, the first couple of uh, pages was all data. I had to go and pull out data on life expectancy, earnings gap, wage gap, wealth gap, savings gap, uh, health, everything. And that was a royal painting because you just can't go. You just can't write. But it's got to get done. You know, it's like putting tires on a car. It's got to get done. We got to do this. Same thing with this, with the upcoming book on millennials. I basically have to do the exact same. I have to research data on millennials. And just and then once I got that out of the way, I could go ahead and bam, off to the races. Just start. Pa, 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 pa. No, no, now I got to be here to let the contractor in. No, I have to. So then I have to delay. So they'll be here for about an hour. They'll put it at two. And I ain't going to get to that place by three. And then the GF is going to be back by five. So I get maybe 45 fucking minutes of writing it. I'm telling you, the way to write a book, man, is you just go and you go hard. And I'm actually thinking of giving up working out, uh, going down to one podcast a week. And like, Aaron, isn't that kind of what you've been doing? It's like, yeah, I know, admittedly, but I've been driving across the freaking country, packing, obviously. All these other legitimate excuses, but excuses nonetheless. Just bang that sucker out and be done with it. Because then there's two other books I'd like to write, and they're somewhat time-sensitive. Somewhat time-sensitive. Uh, how you guys doing? Everybody in the hey, one if you're happy, two if you're pissed off, three if you're, I don't know, horny. Where is everybody? Did I start this? Is this going? Yeah. Yeah, look at everybody. All right. Cynic in chief. Atham. All right. All the guys donating the cash. Uh, Atham Eldekia, a dollar. Normally, he has an insult or some kind of mockery to go along with that. I wonder. Atham, are you sick? Are you yourself? We have 74 people watching. Awesome. Hey, guys. What's going on? What? Has no one got work today? That's the uh, Minnesota has. Uh, Spring break now. We're all we're all the 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 same assholes that I saw over at the bar watching their March Madness brackets, s- celebrating tall, skinny black dudes throwing orange sears into red rings with white netting. Those same assholes are the ones that like fork over seven hundred dollars round trip flight down to Florida because they got to take their kids on spring break. We're going on spring break. Spring break. Never understood that. You know what we did on spring break? We just played baseball. That's what we did in Wisconsin. It was like, hey, a week off. Parents never flew. Who the, who are these families that they all gather up? The, maybe it was the same families back in my day, back in the 80s, where they all went sledding and not sledding, skiing. They all had a, a, a thing of lift tickets attached to their uh, Columbia ski jacket, that thick, as thick as a deck of cards. Maybe those are the people, and they 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 spend five to seven hundred dollars per person. We're gonna fly the family to Mexico. That sounds like hell. Flying the family to Mexico, flying the family anywhere. You got you fork over all this money. You got to deal with a bunch of other pretentious asshole bastards who all watch March Madness. And there's your your forty eight, fifty two year old, uh, portly, balding uh, dad. Go on his little phone looking at his, his brackets. Oh, I gotta get my brackets. Oh, shit. Wife looking around saying, I could fuck the pilot. 
totally fuck that pilot. My husband wouldn't know. He doesn't know Amal Jamal. <laughs> Tell you this, a lot, a lot of guys didn't know about their dance or their wives' dance instructor either. I'll just you know leave that there for this. Oh. But yeah, just going flying. To, we're gonna go to Cancun. Why the fuck would you bring your entire family to Cancun? It was a pain in the ass when I went with me and the GF. Two two adults, lightly packed. Oh my god, go through. Why don't you go to Moab? Why don't you go? Why don't you go someplace cool? Why don't you go? Oh, I got out of Florida. Nothing wrong with Florida. People, I think Florida gets a bad rap. Everyone, oh, crazy shit happens in Florida. Florida has like the fourth or fifth largest population of all the states. I think they got nineteen electoral votes. That yeah, a lot of crazy shit's going to happen when there's a lot of crazy people. You know, all pinched up on that little peninsula there. <laughs> Cynic and cheap. I'm 55. How can I save to retire at 65? Dude, Cynic and Chief, I wish they gave me that much time. I wish these dipshit fucking baby boomers actually thought a decade ahead. I have literally gotten, I'm 58, 59, sometimes 60, and not retire at 65. I'd like to retire at 62. That's how bad these, these delusional. These, I mean, oh, we slam on on the millennials every day, but my God, the ba- the baby boomers. I'll explain it because we got video now. Here's how low the baby boomers are. A little bit better than that is. Uh, uh, how do I want to do this? No, let's start at the bottom. Here, where the millennials are, they're at the bottom. All right, here where the baby boomers are, and here's where Gen X is, and here is where uh, I'd like everybody to be, and it's just not going. This is where I am. This is where I am. This is where you guys are. This is where we are. We're the better people. We are. We are the better people. We work hard. We pay our taxes. We didn't major in stupid shit. I majored in stupid shit, but we recovered. We recoup. Simply adhering to the truth puts you in the top 1%. Everybody else is down here. So don't don't think just, oh, well, the baby boomers voted Republican. Yeah, look where that goes. George Bush Jr. spent as much money as Lyndon B. Johnson, and the only person outspent him was Obama. Uh, what do we got? Everybody is onesie, twosie, threesie. Athmeldecky is six. I guess every, uh, it's a third, a third, a third. People are happy. People are miserable. People are horny. Oh, all right. Let's, um, <clears throat> I want to get through this as quickly as possible. This won't be a terribly long one, although I've said that before and, uh, ends up going long. We got a lot of fan mail. <clears throat> Let's get through this so that I can throw all this stuff away. Uh, this is from, who's this from? Withheld from now, he doesn't want his name mentioned. Subject, thank you with all my heart. Aaron, I want to thank you with all my heart for the advice you gave in your YouTube films. It saved me time, money, and prepared me in advance for all kinds of risks in the workplace and also within relationships. I'll be paying for your consultancy services soon. At this stage, I don't need it. But we'll do so just to put money in your pocket as a gesture of thanks. So you guys can donate money anytime you want. I'm not going to stop you. Go to olderbrother.com slash donate. There's three ways. You got PayPal, you got Patreon, and you can do all your Amazon shopping through the link there as well. Uh, hang on. Guys can't hear that because there's a mute button. Um, but now with Patreon, if you donate to Patreon, you become a patron, as they say. You get to read uh, what is arguably my best post ever. 
what the hell is it called? It's so great. I forget the name. Sanity is the future of wealth. And I think that is a uh, very important read. Uh, it will be worth, I don't know what the minimum donation is on Patreon. I really don't. I don't, I don't know much about Patreon. I just set it up, set the links. It's ready to go. Anyway, it's a really good article. And the reason I threw it behind a PayPal uh, paywall is because no one read it. I spent like three days writing it. And I'm like, oh, fuck you, fine, pay for it. Uh, in the meantime, I had a right to you to express my gratitude. I hope whatever God you believe in and good karma blesses you for your work and you're truly an honest man. Thank you. The truth at a reasonable price should read, the truth shall set you free. And he agreed to the terms of service. Thank you. That goes into the box of mementos. Uh, this is from MGTOW's Revenge. Watching your vid on all women know precisely what men want. It is so true. Little story of mine. Dated this girl for nine months. Damn getting laid in my car, on my motorcycle, in the park, many times, two or three times a day. Two or three times. Oh, he was 23. Okay. I was about to say two or three times a day. <laughs> well, yeah, good night, babe. <laughs> It's it's nice when the girl is not as attracted to you as she could be because then she gets one and she's done. You get one and you're done. But the problem comes in when the girl really likes you and then there's five or six or seven. And you're like, what? No, no, I'm done. I'm like the howitzer. You know, in World War One, they got that big ass. What was it? Big Bertha. That Hang on. Let's look this up. <clears throat> there's a big ass rail gun. That's how men are. Big rail gun. World War One. The Germans created railway gun. Paris gun. The Paris gun. No, it looks like World War Two. Uh, largest rail gun. Let's do largest. Germany filled with the largest railroad guns. In fact, the largest in artillery, land artillery pieces of all time intended to defeat the Maginot Line. Oh, was this World War II then? What was the largest gun used in World War I? All right, here we go. <clears throat> the German Paris gun. Let's go to the Paris gun. Oh, look at this cool picture here. The Paris gun was, given the, was the name given to a type of German long-range siege gun several of which were used to bombard Paris during World War I. They were in service from March to August 1918, when the guns were first employed. Parisians believed they had been bombed by a high-altitude Zeppelin, as the sound of neither an airplane nor gun could be heard. They were the largest pieces of artillery used in the war by barrel length. They're considered to be super guns. Also called the Kaiser Wilhelm Geschut, uh, uh, Ulrich would know. Florian would know. They're often confused with Big Bertha, the German howitzer used against Liege Fort in 1914. Smaller contents description. I want to see how long it would take to load. The shells weighed 234 pounds. Thickness used in World War One. After World War One, popular culture, Big Bertha. <clears throat> Go to Big Bertha. Oh, that. Oh, that's a small. That's a puny gun. That's not. That's not one. All I'm saying is like we're like these big ass uh, uh, rail guns. We get one shot. It's gonna take a while to reload, and the older we get, the longer it takes us to reload. 
Because we've had sex, and the girls just plain beat the shit out of us after a while. We're like, eh. No. <sighs> they always say, oh, it's but You know, you wonder, why does a man's testosterone or virility go down over time? And, they, oh, it's biology. He's getting old. I'm like, nah. Uh, you know, I think that's putting the cart before the horse or the chicken before the egg. I think you girls just plain beat it out of are Like, hey, let's have sex. I don't want to charge that hill no more, sir. I want to go. I want to just sit here and play. No, no, you guys have fun. You charge it all. Hey, new recruits, you're 18. Yeah, you go charge that hill, kid. Hey, here's a gun. Have fun. Have fun. Bye. No, no, we no. By all means, it's all yours. Go. I know. Oh, I you're young. You're new. You. You need that more than I do. You go have fun walking across that landmine, approaching that pillbox, getting mowed down by an MG42. You, just, you go have fun. Oh, no, it's it's your destiny. It's your biological programming. You got low T. It must, must be something with your genetics or biology. I'd be curious. I, I, maybe there wouldn't be, but I'd be very curious. Men that have dated more or had sex more with more women if they have a more like the more exposure you had to women all depends on the type of women too does your testosterone drop off quicker or your, your body's just like dude fuck this shit jesus christ no i'm just wondering you know where's like a, a desperate kind of uh mid-east engineer flying over watch too many american movies just like, oh, 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 oh. Chasing around like his his testosterone has got to be really high, right? And he never gets laid, so does it remain perpetually high? Just a theory. <clears throat> uh, I was twenty three. Blowjobs almost on command. I actually thought this one was the right one. She saw where I was going and wanted to ride on my future success, so I stupidly popped the question. Uh oh. Got married and almost that instant we got home from the honeymoon, all that shit stopped. Oh, I hate these stories. I hate these stories. And I mean stop. She actually said, you don't get you don't give a fish worms after he's in the pail. Oh. When a girl says something like that, I gotta look. Some of you might know this because your lawyers are have gone through it. That's where you, you aim for annulment. Cause isn't there like a not to borrow the phrase from this letter, but a honeymoon period where uh, it's within two weeks. We got to get an, oh, we were drunk in Vegas. We didn't know what we were doing. You can get it annulled. I mean, that 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 has got to be a, your heart had to sink into your stomach. You had to be like, what? <laughs> oh, fuck. What did I sign? I would have immediately like, what is annulment? While we're here, let's help you kids out. I think it's state by state. Rules for annulment. <clears throat> oh, yeah, it is state by state. Uh, so this is general for the U.S. There are two types of annulment, civil and religious. Religious annulments are granted by a church and do not terminate a legal marriage. All right, so you want a civil one. The civil annulment, on the other hand, ends. No, I don't want you fucking advertising, you piece of shit. Oh, then it sneaks up again on you. It's fucking stay there. A civil annulment, on the other hand, ends your marital status. Your state can issue a civil annulment if you meet the legal requirements. You must request this type of annulment through your local court the same way you would file for a divorce. 
The two procedures are not that similar in terms of outcome. With an annulment, a court will conclude that your marriage was invalid or void from the beginning. With a divorce, a court recognizes your marriage was legal, but then terminates your marital status. Uh, false base. What are the grounds for obtaining an annulment? Underage. Bigamy. What's bigamy? It's illegal to be married to oh, two people at the same time. Unsound mind. You're too impaired by drugs or alcohol. Guys, I think we found a silver bullet. Why didn't anyone think of this before? You could file an annulment if either you or your spouse were too impaired by drugs or alcohol at the time of your marriage. You got to talk to a lawyer on this. But what if you slammed a couple shots of booze, had evidence of that? You proposed at the restaurant. All right. And then at your wedding at the actual marriage, you also pound down the booze. Not to the point you're throwing up, you're passing out. But you could you could have something you'd like act a little drunk. Hey man, wah, wah, wah. And then you you have witnesses, you have evidence of how much booze you drank if you saved your receipt when you proposed at the at the at the proposal shop. What the hell is it called? The restaurant. The proposal shop. Chain by Aaron Clary. Uh you could argue that you were hammered out of your mind and you had no idea. I mean, it's the ultimate, it's the ultimate, you know, like in case this happens to you, say, dude, I was drunk. We were in Vegas. Every guy proposes in Vegas now. Every guy goes to Vegas, you get hammered, you propose, you go to, you get to your wedding, you, you, you get hammered, hammered, you act hammered, you have drinks, you know, do the old Frank Sinatra thing where you act like you're drinking, you throw the rest into a, into a tree or something. Um, then, when the girl pulls this bullshit, like, you never feed a fish worms when it's in the bucket. Like, annulled. I was hammered, Your Honor. Completely hammered. God, you guys are fortunate to have me. I'd love to have a lawyer chime in. Email me if that's a possible uh, strategery. Uh, you don't give a fish worms after he's in the pail. That's when I went directly to an attorney to get an annulment. Boom. Took me five months. There was some legal fighting involved, but in the end, convinced the judge she didn't marry for love and family. Have been migged. Ah, there. This guy. Oh, brilliant. Uh, have been migged out, even though I didn't call it that since. That was the early 80s. Oh, man. Poor baby boomer. Now I have a 30. Now I have a 30 practice. 30-year practice? In what? I think he says I have it. Now have a 30-year practice. Still not married to date girls 35 to 40 years younger than me. Just thought you'd like the quote from my ex, MGTOW Revenge. Thank you. That definitely goes into the uh, <clears throat> memento box. Uh, this is from y Yuri. Yuri. Yuri writes, thank you, sir. I've gotten and been successful at med school because I've kept myself to standard. I've even gotten a scholarship worth $35,000 of the tuition is free. I've watched your videos when I felt low morale to boost it up. I've studied 60 hours a week for months. My parents are losers and their advice sucks. I'm going to succeed some more and become a millionaire over the course of my life that I mentioned I'm 17, all due to good advice and mindset. Well, thank you, Yuri. I'm glad that we're helping you out and helping you avoid a life of hell. So it's a little bit longer. Uh, hey, Aaron, it's Zach. I don't have a request, but I want to show my gratitude with this email as well as a Christmas gift I PayPal'd you. We're a bit far behind on the fan mail. 
I want to give you a massive thanks for the video you've made on my ex as well as for the advice you've given me. This was my first relationship. You never, never, unless it's incredibly rare, you never marry your first relationship, boys. There's always an exception, but just a general rule is you got to date a lot of girls. Uh, so you know what's out there. This was my first relationship, and I unfortunately, unfortunately pedestalized someone who I have now learned definitively was a horrible person. I figure you probably don't get feedback on how your advice changes things that often, but trust me, your work has massive positive impacts on the lives of your cousins. Yeah, I know, because look, I'm not giving you the key to success. I'm just giving you the key to not fucking up. That's basically it. And if you could get to a life where there's not fucking up uh, and there's no mistakes, that's a pretty damn good life. Because, I, oh, yeah, we'd all like to be billionaires with yachts. Well, that's relatively out of our control. But we can control whether we date someone. You, you can't control whether you date someone once on one date who has bipolar disorder or fakes it so she can act like a grade A kuanta haha. It's your choice, though, to go on that second date with her. I think even Rolo, uh, he was talking about his bipolar girl. The the way I think every guy gets this, we're trying to avoid you boys from getting this. Every guy's going to have the psycho crazy gal that they date, especially when they were young because they didn't know any better. I had that dated girl for like a year and a quarter. And I just kept, what the fuck? What am I doing wrong? What what is Because you would, you, you, you get into these relationships, you're like, no one sane would act that way, so I must be doing something wrong. And I'm, I don't know much about dating and relationship. You know, I dated a lot and maybe had sex a couple times, but I don't know anything about this relationship stuff. And women always pull the women are more mature than men card. Oh, fucking shit. You don't know. So here, we're here to tell you. <clears throat> if a girl starts throwing up <laughs> her fingers, up, that's a bad sign. Girl pulls any bullshit. If a girl treats you... Worse than your friends, kick her to the curb. Any basic like, hey, that didn't make sense. That's because she's a fucking psycho bitch. Fucking go join a marathon group and run. Um, probably figuring it don't impact the life. Being able to go back to the video repeatedly has allowed me to power through the times where I wasn't thinking straight as well as woke me up to the importance of self-improvement and self-reliance. Since your video, I've started running and going to the gym religiously and replaced much of the baby fat I had with muscle and look and feel the best I ever have. I See, I, I always love this. I'm going to point this out again because it needs pointing out. <clears throat> Show me the feminist leftist equivalent of self-improvement. Show me where women, you know, with their magazines and Boldy and Condé Nast and Huffington Post and Exogen, show me where the women are saying, you got to get to the gym, you got to work out, this is what men want. Show me where women go and critically assess and diagnose and measure what men want, how men operate, how men think, and then move and change their behavior to match that those expectations and standards. Show me that equivalent on the feminist side of, of our little battle we got going on here. Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Men, on the other hand, hit the gym for self-improvement, hygiene, whatever else. Not only because it's going to help you get the girls and that's what they want, but it's also what you should do morally, ethically, and for your own good and your own sake. There is this uh, philosophy, for lack of a better word, I, I want to call it religion. 
a tenant, one of the key, it's a principle. One of the principles of the red pill is good. It's doing good, if for any other reason for yourself, but it's of benefit to other people. And that is you should go out and work out. You should go and get a good job. You should do X, Y, and Z. You should stay off the drugs. You should be the best person you can possibly be because at minimum, then you won't waste your life. There's none of that on the feminist side of things. If anything, their counter principle to that is how do I get other people's money by claiming victimhood? And I'm not joking. That seems to be their primary principle. I'm a victim. Give me money. I'm a victim. Give me money. I'm the victim. Have the state come in to give me money. Oh, not, not, don't, no, I don't want any, any of my money. I want, I want other people's money. There's no, <clears throat> none, no incentive of self-improvement. I'm going to shave my head. I'm going to get fat, fat. If anything, the excuse, sloth, gluttony, whatever the other seven deadly sins are. Tattooing, is that one of the new seven deadly sins? Um. I also assume you'd take amusement in hearing that everything you said turned out to be true. There was another guy. I can't even remember this video. Yes, there was another guy. She was, in fact, lying to me. No. Women lie? That's not my, my women's studies professor. Mandatory class said women are perfect. Make sure the boys on the front lines are listening to the old Capmeister because he knows what the fuck he's talking about. She also lied to the family as well as regarding what happened, and the official story is that she spent some time with the other guy, but was explicit. She had a boyfriend and did nothing but talk to him. They went public on Instagram two weeks after she dumped me. She was also an English major and coincidentally very lazy and selfish. I, I don't make this up, guys. I, I know you're all lining up to suck Andrew Yang's dick, but he's no different. I mean, well, he's a guy and he's Asian and he's, he's probably straight. Uh, but he's no, you, you avoid the social, uh, sociology majors. You avoid the liberal arts majors. The number one tell of a person's quality and caliber and character is whether is what they majored in. And if they majored in something stupid, the immediate second tell is, do they admit they majored in something stupid and then made amends to go and actually become a contributing member to society? Or did they go around as per the feminist, you know, primary doctrine? I, oh, I'm owed a living. Everybody should create and make work government jobs for me. Um, forgot to mention that in the video request. Now that emotion is no longer clouding my reasoning with this girl, I have reflected back on the relationship. I have deduced, deduced that she was likely a narcissist. But a narcissist is not a mental disorder. That's just a personality trait. Most young people, men and women, I'll say a little bit more women than men, but most young people, well, most people in general, are narcissists but especially women in their prime, women in their 20s. I, I don't even think you can avoid being a narcissist if you're a pretty young girl. It's almost impossible. Like you cannot, it, it, it's a, a law of physics. The prettier you are, then by law, the less reliable and stable you have to be because society will just let you get away with murder and was using me as well as other guys. I realized she had... Been secretly flirting with solely for the emotional high and to feed her ego and insecurities. There were, in fact, deeper-rooted me mental issues, as you propose. This is a horrible, twisted person. I am so glad she's gone. Thank you for ass-kicking the sense into me that I needed. You've made my recovery from this breakup so much faster and the pain so much less. Anyways, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and Happy New Year. 
Uh, use the money <clears throat> to grab a cigar of scotch on me. You deserve it. Merry Christmas, Cappy. All the best. Zach. So that's from Zach. Then, you know what? Let me, let's do super chats. Then I'm going to go gargle with some mouthwash because my throat is going. Make sure there's no more super chats in here. But guys, please. Whoa. Whoa. Please don't. Not so much with the super chats. Oh, my God. Gee, oh, wow. Holy shit, guys. I'm going to have to buy another house with all this money coming in. All right. Let me go heat up this coffee. Everybody take a shit. We'll be back and we'll take a cappy break. Chad, get on and then sing Girl from Impanema. I sent you the link. When she walks, she's like the sun. Yeah, it's cold out there. Baby, it's cold outside. Let's go rape some more. Remember when that song was all about raping chicks. Really can't stay my other friends gay. I don't want no sex because I'm a millennial. Oh, you're such a fucked hard person. <clears throat> all right, all right, here we go. What we got? I had it here a second. All right. We got two more fan mails. I'm really just doing this to clean it. I do need some more coffee, though. Ah, oh, perfect temperature. Aaron, really enjoyed your toughest life question video on YouTube. That's one of my favorite, not my favorite ones, one of the fans' favorite ones, apparently. And many thoughts resonated with me and several of my friends. Reminder, you harped on the message, it's society, not the individ individual. Uh, in this video. Yes, uh, most of the problems today, especially if you are smarter than the average bear, and why I uh, wrote the book Curse of the High IQ, 
is because it is not the individual that is wrong, but society. Same thing with women, not to keep going back to women. Women have been brought up to not, to not want to have anything to do with being a supportive, nice, kind, caring woman. They are, again, I'll say it at, at best. At best, they are trained to be your competitors. At worst, they are trained to be your sworn enemy. And um, women face a bunch of different problems on their own side. Basically, men are a bunch of pussies. And it's not their fault <clears throat> that men is a bunch of uh, pussies, although they did vote Democrat. So that is, in part, kind of their fault. But it is not the individual. You are sane. If if you are like if you are like, yeah, this totally makes sense, man. This is a, I'm going to get my brackets. I'm going to go major in sociology. You are the problem. You are wrong. If you're like, what the fuck is going on, and you're pissed off every day like me when you wake up in the morning, then you're right. I'm unaware of my intelligence as has never been a limitation. On a full ride SAT scores, I completed a master's of science in physics while working on rocket instrumentation. I'm just going to assume you're a little bit higher than the average. After 12 years engineering fiber optics and realizing sales pay double, the jump to sales was made. You and I are the same age, and my life after 18 was much easier than yours as a result of a more challenging path and work environment of highly intelligent people. Amen. Non-technical non people were put in other buildings. So, yeah, your video is certainly onto something, and my data point shows greater satisfaction in the same time period with a few of the fixes you described. <coughs> Excuse me. There we go. Check it, check, check. Back. Um, One germane observation, I grew up in a middle upper class, mid upper class with a large high school in Texas, so less SJW bullshit. A dozen or so kids were at my level and they actually had enough material to keep us somewhat entertained. From your neck of the woods, I know a few people from Edina with similar experiences, though it seems they actually had guidance counselors. I grew up in Milwaukee, um, so I was not here in high school. Although from the sounds of it, it just, unless you were like in Roosevelt or North or Jefferson or Harding, one of the actual city schools, it sounds like everyone was just a bunch of grade A white prissy assholes that were over getting their uh, March Madness uh, brackets. Also, a few more people in undergrad came from tiny towns where they were checked out for their senior year more than the rest of us due to a lack of calculus, chem 2, physics, etc. Those in the small towns need your help more than those near critical masses. Haven't seen all your videos, but one relevant topic amongst my friends seems to be missing on your channel, the relative importance of intellectual stimulation in a life partner. I chose my path, and I'm not seeking advice but it was probably my biggest life question to answer. Some optimize on other areas such as looks, money, and whatnot. Hope this helps keep up the good fight and get ready for inflation. Thanks, Rick. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not just it's it's not just going to be uh, finding uh, a quality mate uh, of the opposite sex because there's a whole other. It's also going to just be finding a, a critical mass of friends. Basically, if I go to the chat room right now. Where is the chat room right now? There's Chad. There's Atham. Uh, cynical Libertarian. Or not Cynical Libertarian. Uh, oh, we could also say Cynical Libertarian. Syndicate Chief. Um, I see these guys maybe twice a year. Maybe. Uh, and uh, that this is my social life. <laughs> these are the, the only equivalents of intellectuals you got to find. And the internet, as I said before, 
you know, imagine time before the internet, you would not find your intellectual equals, especially if you're super smart. You just weren't because you need the internet to find these people. And it may be an imperfect substitute for <clears throat> physically hanging out with people, going to O'Shaughnessy's, having a grand old time. But um, that's hard enough, just finding a critical mass of smart people to hang out with. Then you throw in one that you're physically attracted to of the female persuasion, also finds you attractive, and could kind of control her girliness like has a little bit of logic, has a job, does major in stupid shit, knows how to uh, conserve and save money. Oh, good heavens! Good luck trying to find that. That's just, and I don't think I don't think you're gonna find. It. I hate to sound so dour and dark, but it's you know it, they're called unicorns for a reason. They're very, very, very rare, if not, if not non-existent, and they're so rare you might as well operate from the premise they are non-existent because you search it for one, you can't hunt unicorns. Let's put it that way. You can't hunt unicorns. You happen upon them. You, you just happen to find them. You know, so you might as well go live your own damn life the way you want to. Again, as per the previous topic, pursuing excellence, self-improvements, becoming the best person you can possibly be. <clears throat> because at the end, you'll be the best man you can possibly be. You will have not have squandered your life. It will also attract a potential unicorn if they're out there. But wasting your time going to a nightclub, going to a bar, trying to chase West, that is probably the worst thing you can do. I was talking to um, the kid, kid, 25-year-old. I was saying, what are you, what are you doing date-wise? And he says, I just do day game. He doesn't bother online, doesn't do Tinder. He's saying it's it's worthless waste of time. And it's uh, <clears throat> it's so easy. Day game, well, it's always it was easy. It was the rejection and, and the courage that was the hard part. But you just go up to a girl, and the gray one's got a great line. Hey, and you got to smile. Laugh it so you can't just, hey, you got a boyfriend? You can't You can't do it like that. You got to like, you got a boyfriend? You know, a little smirk, a little one eyebrow raise other than the other. It also helps if you're good looking, you know. Uh, and that, it, it disarms her. Make your statement very clear. It's not too aggressive. Uh, it's not too weak. Gets to the point. And then I like to add an addendum. You guys can use, I know a lot of you are nerds and engineers. And you uh, you want to have everything scripted. Okay, here's a simple scripted line. But you should go off script occasionally. Otherwise, you're never going to be able to handle girls. Hey, do you have a boyfriend? Also gives her an out, by the way. And if she says no to recover from that, you say, Cool. Well, if anyone goes on the critical list, let me know. And I totally lifted that line from Charade. Even I didn't come up with that. But otherwise, just, you know, you're cute. I mean, just, uh, you're cute. I'm like, what? Like, you're cute. Not really. You want to get coffee sometime? Because I got to get going. You want to get in, get out. You're like an airstrike. In and out, man. You don't sit there and talk to him. That's what the coffee is for. If I ever go, if I ever had to go back, that's what I do. I do day game. If there's a cute girl, you know, kind of look, make sure. Even if they're like with a group of friends, I did have that a lot of success with dancing. I didn't care if it looked like the girl had a boyfriend. I mean, it, I remember one girl I ended up dating her a little bit because she was sitting with two guys. I'm like, well, I don't care. I'm like, hey, you want to dance? <laughs> I think both guys are trying to hit on her at the same time, and I came in, bloop, pulled her out. <laughs> I think later on she said that impressed her. I don't know. Uh, Starscream, $15.45. Thank you. If you had to live under an evil regime, which would it be? Commies, Islam, or the Wisconsin cult that you grew up in? Um, 
I'd say Islam. You're not giving me a lot of choices here. Uh, but if I, 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 pro, I would say easily Islam, uh, because the Wisconsin cult is hypocritical. Wisconsin Synod is, is just a bunch of hypocrites. Most Muslims, I would say, aren't. Could be wrong. But, but at least they hold to their principles and their guns. Communism, no, I like food. And uh, you, can, you can have, you know, like Dubai, uh, Abu Dhabi. Um, what are some other uh, instances of, there's not a lot. Uh, Malaysia, uh, that's another example. Indonesia, some examples of Muslim countries that do rather well and have a fair amount of freedom where they will allow you, they allow other religions uh, to be there. I mean, it depends on what severity of Islam. Uh, but the Wisconsin Synod, no, absolutely not. Um, I, I, I've never seen such a group of vile uh, hypocrites who hide behind God and Jesus just to basically lord power over other people, especially children. Oh, my God. Just, just <laughs> There's a special place in hell for child molesters, pedophiles, people who talk into theater, and Wisconsin Synod members. Uh, go Missouri or go ECLA or <clears throat> just go anything but uh, Wisconsin Senate. Communism, no, dude, I don't want communism. That, that's the worst of all of them. I mean, at least the Wisconsin Senate, you got dopey white people working their ass off. Um, I mean, they may hate you. They may be truly backstabby and, and evil and vile, but at least they'll work so you have food. Communism, that's, that's, that's religion without any money. That's because communism is a religion. We believe things will just happen out of the sky. Uh, yeah, that's that's the worst. That's the worst of both worlds. Uh, Cynic in chief, what's your best billion dollar? Oh, you're in rare form, Cynic. Cynic in chief, what's your best billion dollar business idea? <laughs> I wonder if he could guess the third question that I keep getting. I wonder if he's gonna. I wonder if he's gonna get that. <laughs> oh God! Uh, what else we got? That's done. Can delete that. No, 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 <clears throat> no. We're done with that right there. Could close out of that. Could close out of that. Um, where do I want to start with this? Difficult choice. Difficult choice. Oh, wait. You know what? Let's get some sponsors out of the way. Let's do that first. Hang on. Get back in there. Really helps to have a... Now I know why Beckloff has uh, Luke on his channel to handle all this shit. Um, the Clary Podcast was brought to you by Asshole Consulting. Got a lot of books out there. Pile of them right here. But if uh, you have a specific and unique situation, like that guy, he wrote, he did a video. How much How much pain and agony did I save him? How much pain and agony? It was worth the $35 or $45. Hell, it would be worth $150. He'd probably say it'd be worth $1,000. Why don't you consult somebody who has fucked up way more in his life than you have so you don't fuck up as much as him? Go to assholeconsulting.com. Hire me out. You got questions. I charge $100 an hour. If you keep it succinct and precise, I can keep the price down. 
I do Skype. It's $400 an hour because the psychos that want to Skype with me are just a bunch of fucking assholes that want to use me as an emotional tampon and we go around with circular arguments. So if you want to pay $400 an hour, I'll do it. $400 minimum. So you probably want an email or video response. Assholeconsulting.com. Go ahead, spread that around. Uh, sanity is the future of wealth. That's behind the Patreon paywall. Paywall. So go to patreon.com slash Aaron Clary, and then you can just click on that, and you can read it. And it's one of my greatest pieces of work, if not the greatest blog post I've been told by more than one person. The Pence Principle, written by Randall Bentwick. Got that right here. There you go. Lessons all men must learn from Ford Kavanaugh. Basically, this book will teach you how not to get falsely accused of rape. Um, and if you do, how to protect yourself from it. And then Trade the Ratio by, who the hell is it? Glorious Carl. Trade the Ratio by Glorious Carl. That is a great book if you are interested in investing in gold and silver and then trading in and out of it. Either or. You don't have to want to, I don't want to trade. I just want to own. Well, you get that book. It explains the merits, arguments, and reasons why you should invest in silver and gold and precious metals. Uh, the book, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez Wants to Stop Cows from Farting by Daniel Allman. He has a book there which uh, quotes and analyzes all, not all, I'm sure she's saying new shit regularly. That's stupid. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez, <clears throat> America's favorite congressman. You can find that on Amazon.com as well. Orionscoldfire.com. Check out Orionscoldfire.com if you want some daily writing about conservative politics, libertarian politics, and economics, as well as a, a photo gallery. If you want to get the hell away uh, from politics, you just want to look at some pretty pictures and unplug. I go to ryanscoldfire.com. Academiccomposition.com. If you are looking to have somebody write your papers for you in college, finals are not coming up yet. It's another month and a half away before finals come up. Or if you would like to write finals, you would like to write papers for other people and get paid for it. From the comforts of your own home, go to academiccomposition.com and contact Alex. Alex and his crack team of writing staff will write their pa your papers for you. And it's perfectly moral and just because corporations outsource, why don't you outsource? And besides, most of these colleges and universities, Frank, I, I bet you, I'm not betting you, I know most teachers don't give a shit by now. Remember, you know, millennials, Gen Xers, baby boomers, they're not, they're all moral uh, scum. And uh, your Gen X professors, which is the majority of professors now, they're scum. I know because I'm part of that generation. And most of my peers suck a bag of donkey balls. Uh, so go to, you know, go higher. Don't worry. It's not unethical at all. I mean, it is on one level, but this is the game people are playing. Uh, and then uh, Alex is looking for people in Minnesota for some reason. He's like, do you know anybody in Minnesota? I'm like, yeah, I know a lot of people in Minnesota. Anyone that wants to do this job? No, they're all terribly employed. Uh, but if you are looking to do some marketing, you're just looking for something to do and you live in Minnesota, I think it has something to do with the IP addresses. Like Craigslist can identify where you're from. Uh, contact Alex at academiccomposition.com. MN, as in Minnesota, mngoldbuyer.com or call my buddy Mike, 763-657-7843. That's 763-657-7843. Four, three. Tell Mike I sent you and go buy all your gold and silver for Mike. That's where I get my gold and silvers for Mike. 
Although I have I have my 200 pieces of silver. Do you have your 200 pieces of silver? You don't have your 200 ounces of it. Why don't you have your 200 ounces? Did you not read Batch of Pad Economics? Why doesn't anybody listen to you? Oh, my God, Aaron, I'm 59. I'd like to retire at 62. Reconnaissance Man. Then we got my books. Reconnaissance Man. That's for a lot of you young boys and girls out there. If you're thinking about moving, you don't know where you want to buy a house. How about this? Buy that book before you go. If you're thinking about buying a house, get that book. If you're at that stage and oh, I really want to get out, get that book. Read it. That's that's important. Get that book. Black Man's Got a Poverty Area showed you guys that one. Bachelor Pad Economics, the financial advice Bible for men and any women bold enough to read it, which you're not because you want to be told pretty lies. And meanwhile, Oprah's right over there. She'll tell you it's all the other people's fault and that your vagina entitles you to a life of riches and universal health care and free everything and kumbaya, my lord, and weddings and unicorns and puppies and flowers. So you have the real world or you have Oprah. Choose your poison. Uh, worthless young person's indispensable guide to choosing the right major that will make a great graduation gift for the high school seniors that are about to graduate. Enjoy the decline, accepting and living with the death of the United States. If you, if any time you get upset, this should be a bestseller among conservative circles. If any time politics annoys you, you hear, Oh, we're going to let all these illegal immigrants in. Uh, we're going to enslave the productive class. If you just don't like the route the country's going, and it gnaws on you, it lessens your day, please get that book. It's better than Prager's book, Happiness is a is a, is a a full-time job or whatever that book is. Go get Enjoy the Decline. It's much more practical. Because if I came from rich parents like Prager did, I'd be happier too. Did he? I think he did. I think he, he was, he's a little chachy. I don't think he, he went hungry. Uh, born into an Orthodox Jewish family, political workers, so Soviet Jews are unable to immigrate. Early life and education. Husband, Max. Oh, his dad passed away. Marty attended Brooklyn. Major in history and Middle Eastern studies. Oh, fuck you. Study public affair. Bring your mom, blah, blah. Crew by Jewish Travel Soviet Union. Well, what did his dad do? Yeah, I, I, I'm wise man, very wise. I enjoy listening to his show, but but he uh, he had some matzo ball in his soup. I just had soup. I'm, no, really, I I bet you, I bet you his his caloric intake. Well, obviously, he's pretty fat now. Uh, was a little bit higher than mine. Uh, Aaron, are you going to pull that card? Yep. Yep. Don't, don't, do not talk to me. Do not, do not even think you're my moral equivalent or superior. If you had rich parents, do not. Uh, so that's enjoy the decline. Uh, curse of the high IQ. That is everybody. Everybody listening now should go buy that book. Um, mandatory reading poor riches retirement. That's for the 58 year old women who just got divorced. And uh, cashed in her 401k to go get her master's in public health administration and now is facing $100,000 in student loans and would like to retire in three years. It's time to get serious about retirement. I don't know math, but I have a master's degree in public health administration. And if you have bought these books and you don't want any of these books, you just have read it, uh, please review them online. That would be the best thing to do. And then finally, we have the best of books. I really ought to just move this damn 
Hang on for a second. Let's throw all these books here. These are in part here because I'm moving. God damn it. Stay there. Can't wait to get a real office. All right. So we got the best of books. So this is the latest one. Love Letters to the Left. It's huge. It's monstrous. It's awesome. And when I read through it, I forgot, damn, my writing's getting really good. Uh, a lot of people like these books more than my other dedicated actual book books. This is the other one, Best of Captain Capitalism. Captain Capitalism top uh, reserved. I don't have a copy of that. Uh, all of them have a pinup artist drawn by a different artist. Uh, just to spice up the covers a little bit because the previous covers are kind of, I wouldn't say shitty, but they weren't uh, cool. So you could get those. If you're looking for some deep intellectual philosophical reading and not on any one topic, just random. I don't know what we got here. What are, the, what are the titles? Oh, and they all have typos in here. A really good article. I don't think it. Vast prosperity begat the mystery. I love that. I love this. This is good. I'm, damn, I'm a good writer. Anyway, so if you guys want to buy those books and read those, you can too. Those are all available on Amazon.com, paperback, Kindle, and audio, except audio, not the best of books. Every other book is on audio, except for a black man's got out of poverty because I hate blacks. Um, then we have other people's books, Elkins Comprehensive Tax Guide 2019, uh, the Elkins Guide Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Those of you preparing your own taxes or you happen to be trying to make heads and tails, of all the changes of the Donald Trump tax plan. We have Adam Pickett's book, Run Guts, Pull Cones, and Pushing Rubber Downhill. Visit his site at pushingrubberdownhill.com where he's writing, and he does the, pretty much the exact same thing, just not as pretty. He has uh, he writes, he podcasts, and he publishes. and um, But he, has, he does it in an Australian accent. So more girls would like it. He could say, oh, do dangly diggly, I hate women. And the girls would be like, oh, God, he's got an accent. I can't wait to suck his penis. <laughs> oh, dang, that's right. I'll feed you to the kangaroos, mate, even though they're not carnivorous. Are, can are kangaroos carnivorous? I don't think they are. I think they're vegetarians. Are kangaroos herbivores? Kangaroos are herbivores. You might even eat grass, like cows, kangaroos, regurgitate your food. Okay, so they're not, they don't seek blood. <clears throat> uh, and you know what? I'll save the rest of that for later. We'll go back into the super chats. Make sure there's nothing. To... Cash cynic. <laughs> Oh, we got a couple more super chats here. Uh, Starscream1540, did YouTube force you to remove that Wisconsin ch church cult video? No, I removed it uh, because it wasn't as good and as precise. That was like me just winging it. And I, I thought that if I would, because I know the Wisconsin Synod, um, I want it to be much more precise and scathing. So I'll be writing uh, a piece and then having it read um, to expose that. Because as as per typical Lutherans, this is a this is a criticism of all Lutherans. They are so far behind the times in terms of technology. And, and they're old. They're old. Um, most of Lutherans are, but the Wisconsin Synod is especially getting old. Their demographics and they're not being able to replace uh, 
their 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 ranks with young people because they they pissed off all the young kids. Like you're gonna go to hell and burn. A little four year old kid's like, all right. Um, it, it's almost like you know being Amish or something. Then you get off the plantation, like holy shit, what are those? Those are boobs. Awesome, they look great. I don't know what they're for, but I really like those. Uh, so nobody really comes back. Uh, and maybe they've softened their tone, but it's too late. It's, it is a dead branch of Christianity that deserves to die. Uh, but if you're going to, if you're going to get them, you got to really skewer them. Right. So if someone searches Wisconsin Synod, I want it to not just be me rambling. I want it to be, here's a very cogent argument, uh, why you may want to consider a different branch of Christianity. Um, uh, and I think I what was I think they're down thirty percent. It's almost moot. It doesn't need me. I, they'll they'll nail their own uh, nail to the coffin. Wisconsin Synod uh, attendance. What's the membership? Yeah, it's only three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand. Is the third largest Lutheran denomination. Fourth largest. Anyway, the whole point is like if if anybody wanted to, including myself, you could go online using social media and the internet and just destroy them. You could paint them, oh, uh, uh, not a horrible, an accurate picture of what the Wisconsin Senate is. And those old ass dopes would go, oh, there's this thing on the internet and it said not nice stuff about us. And they're just, you know, it's kind of, I'm trying to figure out what it's like. What entity is like killing itself? Oh, Western civilization. It's like Western civilization. We'll just, you don't have to lift a finger for it to end. Yeah, we won't worry about that. They're on the way up. Uh, so chief, but Cappy, how do I get the girls? I'm so happy now that it's funny beforehand. It would rile me up and piss me the fuck off. Uh, when I get these and they, 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 what angered me is the hypocrisy. You all damn well know what you got to do to get the girls. You got to hit the gym and you got to approach them and hit on them. That's it. It sucks. No one wants to do what sucks. So you get all these fucking nerds and all these fucking engineers and all these IT type of guys who are above all else cowards before their IT. And they want to figure out a formula. Like, oh, what do I do? And then you, you, you morons, you fucking sheep, you go pay some slicky slickerson over in LA $5,000 for a weekend seminar. And you got formulas and charts and data and graph, and you all actually pay the money to, and then you have no success. Why? Because none of you have the balls to go ask a girl out, nor do you want to go and suffer the pain and agony that is known as the gym. That's it. That's all it is. That's like 85% of it. And then there is some legitimacy. There is a, a seed of truth, a kernel of truth to what the pickup artist community says and what Roosh says and, and all the other guys. What they, well, yeah, there's some charm involved. And yeah, a lot of it's, uh, you know, you're going to be really rough at first and you got to be polished and you have to become a man and you have to have some kind of a, but starting young, first, you got to go out there. What you, did you actually think the girls were going to be equal and actually risk the uncomforts of rejection and ask a guy out? Did you actually believe that equality bullshit? 
Women are cafeteria Christians when it comes to equality. They're going to choose like a cafeteria. Well, I like that, but I don't like that. And I like that, but I don't like that. And they always will choose the benefits of equality, never the responsibility or the consequences or the cost of responsibility. So when it comes to doing hard shit like majoring in STEM or asking guys out or going to the gym, they won't do that. Because they, well, one, they know you guys will because, well, also another thing, men want sex more than women. Men want women more than women want men. That's just true. Don't tell me, oh, dude, I'll get my dick sucked. I'll fuck that. Shut the fuck up. So there's, there's that going for you. But let's be very clear. Women are never going to ask you out. All right. It's happened a couple times in my life. But for the most part, if you want women to ask, if you want to go out with women, you're going to have to do all the work. This is why I, I don't even, you can go and date and have sex with liberal women. That's all your choices really are in their 20s. But you never marry or commit to a leftist girl. Never. You, you commit yourself to a traditional, you don't even have to be a Republican or Libertarian, just a traditional woman because at least, yeah, okay, I want to be traditional and I understand you're the aggressor, I'll be the supporter. Captain, first mate kind of thing. That Those women deserve uh, a commitment in your time. Um, well, and even then, you got to kind of be worried about it. But <clears throat> you know, who do we get the girls? Well, you know, first you got to go get them. Get off your ass, hit the gym. I know it's not fair. It's not fair. Right, so is paying 50% in taxes. That's not fair either. But now it's funny. Now it's funny because I just, and I haven't gotten any, I think maybe that's what you got to do is you got to spank the community and say, listen, you L fucktardos, this is how it is. And I think it permeated. I think I got it because now no one's asked me that question again. Oh, do I get the girls? No one's asked me that question again. They have the answer. Uh, how do you convince old people to give up cable? <laughs> <laughs> D-pad 69, how do you convince old people to give up cable? The hell if I know, man. I, Dude, I can't even get my own friends to give up cable. The best part about millennials is that some of us see a scam for a scam. Okay, yeah, okay, you save yourself 80 bucks a, a, a month, but you all forked over 80 grand for a student loan. I wish, you would, wish you'd recognize other scams as well. Um, yeah, uh, I guess show them. Say, Dad, Mom, here's Amazon Prime. Dad, Mom, here's Netflix. Here's Hulu. Okay. Or even explain to them <clears throat> that the network now, the data is like, okay, you know how telephones, the data went over the phone went right. Okay. And then for cable, we had to actually put in a cable so the television and it didn't come over the airwaves anymore. Like, okay, that cable is obsolete. You could get it on the internet now. So there's no reason to have cable anymore, Dad. Um, my folks have been pretty good, uh, in terms of the technology, uh, both sets of my parents, both sets of your parents, uh, they, they cut the cable and they got, um, they got, uh, internet now. So they've always been actually quite tech savvy. So I haven't had this problem, but, uh, I don't know. That's, that's the only way <laughs> you could threaten them. You know, like they do, they do us. You're like, I'm not visiting you in the nursing home until you get rid of cable and you learn some basic internet shit. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I, I don't know. All right, <clears throat> that's it. Uh, let's get to some articles here. I do not know where I want to start. Start here, Vancouver Sun. Um, 
New ranking show University of British Columbia was the seventh most popular Canadian school and top British Columbia school for sugar baby arrangements in 2018. A total of 120 UBC students signed up to become sugar babies last year, bringing the school's total of participating students up to 359, according to Seeking Arrangement, which markets itself as the world's largest sugar daddy luxury dating site. A sugar baby is a younger partner. Just, okay, there you go. They at least admit it. A sugar baby is a younger partner, more commonly a woman, who receives gifts and money from a sugar daddy, typically an older male professional, in exchange for a companionship and affection. <laughs> right, right. Sugar baby and sugar mama arrangements are also common in seeking arrangement. The arrangements generally involve full disclosure on romantic and financial expectations at the start of the relationship. Seeking Arrangement CEO Brandon Wade cites a 40% tuition increase over the past decade as one of the reasons Sugar Baby Daddy Arrangement has become popular among Canadian universities. Look, you know why tuition is so high? It's because we keep throwing money at tuition. It's, it's not enough that we lend trillions, of, well, over the course of decades, we have lent trillions. Annually, we lend billions of dollars to students. It's not... Right, that it's not good that we <clears throat> give billions of dollars in scholarships. It's not right that parents give billions of dollars a year to their children. And now you have suckers. Although I can understand, I, I think uh, prostitution is is uh, incredibly efficient and superior to modern day dating. But suckers in this regard, in that now we have productive men in their 30s and 40s, high-income earners flooding the college market with even more money. God, I can't imagine why money, why, why tuition prices are going up. If you guys cut off the funding, don't worry, tuition prices will go down, and they'll go down so much you won't have to borrow money to afford them. The solution I gave a long time ago, I don't know why it didn't go viral, probably because it would work, is if you guys remember the boycott big oil for a day, to show you how intelligent liberal arts majors and leftists in general, I will boycott big oil. They'll teach them. And you're looking at them like a fourth grader looking at them like, are you fucking nuts? Are you stupid? It's, oh yeah, you are because you're liberal arts majors. You're leftists. You're socialists. You don't have any common sense. And I do mean that. I'm not slamming it. You don't have any common sense. You're that low IQ. If Gen Z, this upcoming group of seniors or juniors decided not to sign up for college. You got a nationwide campaign to boycott big education for one semester. That would really put a dent in big education. That would lower tuition a lot. You would cripple them. And you, all you do, what, and what's the, what you postpone your going to college for six months. So you go work, you make some money, you go take a, a year off, you go take a, a leap year, a travel year, something like that. But if you got a critical mass, of Gen Zers to simply say, I'm not going to college this year. And you all did it at the same time. You as a community, you as a generation could force big education to drop their tuition, I'd say, by at least 60%, by a majority, by at least, at least half. Now, a lot of them would go out of business. They'd have to like go get some kind of emergency loan. And you know, if you form like a union, I know it's not going to happen, but <clears throat> it could if some people were, were audacious enough. Say, we're, we're forming a, a Gen Z union. We're not going to go to college until tuition prices are this low. Not one of us are going to go to college. We'll stay at home. We'll work. We could go straight work in here. We'll go to trade school. We'll go to community. We'll, we'll do something else. We'll go online. We'll study. We'll self-improve. We'll sit on our asses playing video games, jerking off the porn, drinking 
whatever the hell this is. A depth chart. But just stay in. And you guys would save yourself so much time and money not having to bust your ass off and enslave yourself for the future. In, in other words, forfeiting six months of your education uh, to go and work up money will save you decades worth of labor in terms of what you'd have to work up to pay the interest on your student loans. But again, again, I forget, even Gen Z, who I'm desperately trying to save, even Gen Z, the majority of them, have their fucking brackets for March Madness to cheer on a group of skinny uh, black dudes to go put orange spheres into red rings with white netting. So they're not going to, they're, they also too believe that we just boycott big oil for one day. So I know it's falling on deaf ears, deaf ears. And it, we don't need to flood the market. We don't need to flood the education market with more money guys. We don't, but I know you want the pussy. So, okay. Pay the girls the money. Uh, students should not be overwhelmed with the thought of drowning in debt upon graduation. He said, obtaining a great job experiencing, oh, look at this salesman. He knows exactly what he's doing. Obtaining a great job, experiencing life and preparing for a bright future should be a university's graduate main focus. You, sir, Brandon Wade are a genius. You know exactly how to sell this to the women. You know, you damn well know they're not getting shit degrees. Oh my God. Brilliant. To date, 300,000 Canadian university students have... 300,000? 300,000? Canadian? That's just Canadian. Have registered on the dating site claims Wade. The average age of a sugar baby is 26, while the average age of a sugar daddy is 41 and boasts an income of about a quarter million a year. (laughs) And related to lifting weights... And going to the gym and approaching women, I'm going to tell you, young boys, another thing. It's all prostitution. It's all prostitution. This is an honest site because it's all about, well, I don't, I don't pay my girlfriend for sex. Yes, you do. You bu- did you buy her drinks? Did you buy her dinner? Do you buy her things? Do you, do you get a, a big-ass honk and rock that does absolutely jack-fuck-all shit for the world? <clears throat> Except for giving me brain. Tina, look, I got the red. <laughs> Do you guys get? I now, admittedly, because I enforce it, I insist that the girls I've dated in the past. No, you're carrying your own weight. You're you're paying you're paying half. You're getting a job. You're working. You're paying taxes. You're paying your own rent. Da, da, da. I, I got a kick out of how many people were shocked that I charged my girlfriend rent. I'm like, uh, no. No, no, equality. But for the remainder of you sheeple out there, it's prostitution. Whether you're buying her drinks, whether you're buying her dinner, you're buying her car, you're letting her live for free, you, you're bailing her out of her loans, uh, whatever it, there is, the net flow of money is towards the girl from the guy, and she's going, that's prostitution. The only, what I find truly hypocritical about prostitution is you can barter all you want. You could give a woman a billion dollar yacht. You could give the woman everything as long as it's a physical item or service. The second you give her money instead of the physical item, that's somehow immoral and illegal. That's bad. Now we got to throw you in jail or give you a fine or whatever the thing is for prostitution. Don't tell me it's any fucking different. I mean, my God, the 
the gals with uh with uh what is it the Amazon wish lists. Well, I bought her everything she wanted on Amazon. What you did is it's even worse. You saved her the bother of going and buying it herself. <laughs> this is not prostitution because I'm just giving her a gift. I don't, and I don't view prostitution as uh, anything immoral because it's what it's been since the dawn of fucking time. I'm sure the people in the Wisconsin Senate gets their tits in the sling over that. Assuming women in the Wisconsin Senate even have tits. They haven't been played with, I'll guarantee you. We're really hot and sexy at the Wisconsin. We got, we got great sex at the Wisconsin City. Yes. Yes, we do. My wife lets me have sex with her. Missionary only. Get it? Ha <laughs> ha. Missionary. Ha ha ha. Once a month. Mm -hmm. I'm a stud. Oh. 40%. <clears throat> Da, 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 ba, da, ba. The average monthly allowance for Canadian sugar babies surveyed through site is $2,900? A minimum wage part-time job would net a worker about $1,400 a month in Canada. <laughs> $3,000 a month! And she could have multiple. She could, I bet she could have multiple. Oh, see, and here's another thing, guys. This is what you're competing against. All right, this is what you're competing against. You, uh, you're competing against the government. That's like the baseline. You got to provide more than a government check can. Okay, so the government can take care of food, clothing, shelter, and rent. So there's already a sugar daddy involved. It's called the government, state, federal, local. So you, Bob, your uh, apprentice mechanic uh, with your average Chevy Blazer or whatever, your used car and you're a good man and you're 27 and you're, you're coming. You may not have a lot, but you're, you got a good finance. Nope. Nope. Mm -mm. You can't beat the government. You can't beat the government check. Then if you want a reasonably good looking gal, <laughs> can you afford $3,000 a month? <laughs> it's two houses. It's two freaking houses. Oh my God. <clears throat> so then they go through some statistics and all that. Um, now, related. I did not believe this until Rich Cooper over at Entrepreneurs in Cars over on YouTube told me about it. What's your price? What's your price.com? And you go to the website. It's basically, I'm, let me try and find an article here. What's your price dating site? It's not... Hang on. I should have looked up a what's your price dating site. <clears throat> Here we go. Single mom gets paid up to $200 for every date she goes on. Uh, when Christine, a single mom of two, reentered the dating pool after a 13-year-long marriage ended, she was shocked by what awaited her. Dating apps, unsolicited penis photos, and a, not a whole lot of motivation to keep at it. The dating scene became something that was so different from the time I got married to the time I became single, so I didn't recognize it, Christine told Insider. I mean, taking pictures of your genitals and sending them to someone before you met them didn't used to be a thing, so I was kind of shocked and scared back into the hole for a while. I, I can understand that. I can understand that. 
that after receiving more than a few photos of her matches penises, Christine wasn't sure if the endeavor was worth her time or her money. In addition to being a single mom, Christine works as a patient consultant at a medical clinic. This allows her to provide for her two young sons, but leaves little time or money for her to pay for a babysitter so she can go on a potentially lackluster date. Then a friend told her about whatsyourprice.com, a website that allows users to buy and sell first dates. I find it fascinating as, as an economist. Like, what is the market price of a first date? Christine was intrigued, so she made an account. Soon she was hooked. People use What's Your Price, which has about 2 million users worldwide, are divided into two groups. Attractive, those who receive bids to go on dates, or generous, or called dupes, those who make bids to go on dates with people. Heather Ebert, a spokesperson for What's Your Price, told Insider that the site offers diverse dating preferences and sexual orientations. There are men bidding for women, women bidding for men, and same-sex couples bidding for each other. <clears throat> All the same, there seems to be an implicit understanding that in general, attractive users are women, women and generous users are men. Let's just call it people who want to have sex and people who don't. Let's put it that way. Aaron, women want to have sex. Yeah, we've been down this road before. We're not going to go down there again. The men will offer you a bid and you can accept it or decline it. Generally, I'd say that my bids are around $200 and this woman is not that attractive. I mean, she's cute, but she's not. I would not pay $200 to go on a date. with. And that, that's just to go on the date. Lord knows what you're spending on the date itself. I could start talking to them on the site and make sure they aren't someone I would want to spend time with, you know, just like you would on any site. We'll start texting a little bit, and within a couple weeks, if everything lines up, there's chemistry. We go on a couple weeks. It takes that long to set up a date online? Who has the time for that? Man, Elkins is right, man. This dating shit. I, I don't envy any of you guys, man. Not a single. Who has time? Yeah, it was in my day. In my day. You saw a cute girl you liked. Could have been in class. Could have been at the bar. Uh, Could have been down the street could have been in a study hall you go up say hey what's your name and you'd awkwardly but then you'd, you'd give her the question do you want to go and then sometimes she'd say yes sometimes she'd say no and then the next you know two or three or four days later you'd be on the date what do you get make sure you got like matching blood types in case somebody needs a kidney well no i can't believe it oh my god Guess who set up What's Your Price? Our good our good pal, Brandon Wade. <laughs> I gotta. Oh, it'd be great to have him on the show. I should have Brandon. He's the same guy who created Seeking Arrangements. The same guy. What's Your Price was conceived by Brandon Wade, the same man who created Seeking Arrangement, a popular site that matches sugar babies and sugar daddies. Knowing this, it might be easy to assume that What's Your Price is another sugaring website, albeit one with slightly different packaging. But Christine doesn't view what she's doing as a sugar baby type of stuff. No, no, it's not. Of course. Of course not. <laughs> Here comes the excuse. In sugar baby situations, I think there's more of an expectation that something physical is going to happen. With this thing, it's strictly dating. Oh, well, that gives guys great incentive to go sign up for this bullshit. Christine also emphasized that payment only occurs on first dates rather than receiving a series of checks for each subsequent date. This isn't really an ongoing situation, which I would be a kept woman, Christine said. It's just dating someone who knows that it may be difficult for me to date because of money. If someone offered to pay for a sitter on the second date, I'd be okay with that. But it's not a, a way to get a second income. 
Oh, no. No, it's not. Free food, free money. That's not a thing. No. I don't want to hear you girls say you can't make money. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about the fucking wage gap. I don't want to hear about how you're all so oppressed. I just, I can't. Not any guy could just go out there. Hey, look at my chest. And girls just start throwing fucking money at us on the internet. Being a single mom, I don't have a lot of money left over at the end of the week, Christine said. I have enough to take care of my kids, but if I want to spend money on myself, like getting ready or getting a babysitter, that's just out of the question. Why'd you have so many kids? Never mind. We don't have to go. I'm also super socially awkward and introverted. (laughs) For me, it's just easy to stay at home and not want to do things. So it takes a lot of pressure off in that it allows me to be the best version of myself. Of course, an obvious question remains after hearing Christine's review, what's in it for people who pay for the dates? By attaching a monetary value to a date, singles tend to take dating more seriously, Ebert told insiders. Our members are able to cut through the noise and avoid an endless cycle of messaging so they can get straight to the date. I I, I will agree with this. Um, when I did set up the, I did the trial runs, we did the beta testing of that dating service I was going to offer. Um, the girls flaked out so much. Uh, and you boys were like, oh, I don't know. She's going to fight. It, it went the way I predicted it was going to go. Um, if you throw some money down on the table, the girl's probably going to show up. And the guy's not wasting his time. So maybe it is worth 200 bucks to like, hey, I don't have time to be dicking around on Tinder. I, I bet you don't. I bet you if you were to prorate your time, you dick around on dating sites and Tinder and all that other shit. Here's the money. Show up on a date. You probably come out ahead. You probably do come out ahead. Christine also had some thoughts on why people who pay for dates, which in her experience are exclusively men, might choose to do so. I think it really levels the playing field. How it levels the playing field? Most of the men I encounter don't have a ton of self-confidence, and for them, I think it gives them a little more confidence from the start to pay. I should have got in on this deal, man. I should have got in on this deal. They know that it's a process where you can say yes or no to their bid, and it's not a big deal. You guys will do anything to avoid the gym and getting shot down, won't you? You guys will just, you're so weak. You're so hypocritical. You'll do anything to avoid having to to have a hard life when it comes to women. It probably goes without saying, but this dating site may not be for everyone. Some will surely balk at the idea of a first date coming along with a price tag, whether they're the ones who receive or make the payment. How many times have women like, if he asks, he has to pay? Because you girls never have the balls or the courage or the equality to ask. Let's just admit that's the biggest scam right there. Well, whoever asks has to pay. I hear that more and more, even though I'm not in the scene anymore. Coming from me, oh, if he asks, he has, whoever asks has to pay. Yeah, but you girls never ask because you're cowards. And then you have the insult. Not only are you going to not be equal, you're going to be cowards. You're going to further insult men by saying, well, you didn't, I didn't ask, so you have to pay. I don't know how much of that I can do. If I had five extra arms with fingers, I'd be doing that because you're hypocrites. Uh, <clears throat> all the same, this seems seems to hit upon a universal truth about dating, which is that the act of dating has always been, always probably will be a little bit monotonous and prostitutionary. Uh, but by giving one person an option to monetize their time, it could make it more exciting. No, it's giving one person the option to monetize their time while extracting that amount of money and time from the other person. It's a net zero, economically speaking. And 
Christine, for her part, loves what's your price, despite the fact that she has yet to find a real connection on the site. I was surprised by the quality of men that I've met on there and the manners and respect with which I've been treated. Yes, women love men who are gentle and kind and have manners and respect, but I haven't found Mr. Right. Yes, you haven't found Mr. Right. You won't find Mr. Right. And this one I had to double check. This is from ladbible.com. Again, Rich Cooper, I think, sent this one. Uh, And it was so preposterous. It was so outlandish that I could not believe. I thought it was a fake news site. And so I went and looked up Lad Bible. And I actually, it's quite popular, if not one of the most popular sites on Facebook. has a ton of traffic. And it's legit. It's not fake news. I thought it was going to be a fake news site. And uh, here, search interesting woman makes 7,400 in three months. If you search that text string, you'll find this. There is a very homely looking girl taking a selfie. She has eyebrows you could land a 747 on. This is a masculine looking woman. She's not that pretty. And let's say you just don't want to leave the comforts of your own home. You're like, because going on dates and having to be in the presence of men and you know, that might just be painful. Uh, you could just take selfies. Woman makes 3,000 pounds, which is about $5,000 US per month from selling her selfies online. And this woman is not that hot. She is not, which makes me wonder, you know, what if you were hot? 23-year-old from Staffordshire has given up her job as a care worker, read wiping asses, to make nearly 3,000 pounds per month of selling her pictures online of herself. Lottie Miles from Canuck was out of work and looking for something when her new friend told her about OnlyFans. Where's the male equivalent of this? Where's the men like, hey, cool guys with sights, guys on bikes, guys with nostrils. Where where do we get the, don't, do not tell me you girls are oppressed. Do not tell me. You don't even have to go to college. All you, dude, if I should like set up a camp for young, pretty girls, they won't listen because they're pretty. Once again, beauty makes it physio- physiologically impossible for you to have brains and, and intellect and entrepreneurship and uh, an eye for opportunity and work. It's just, I don't know how or why, but the prettier girls are. That it's just, I mean, I've been willing to throw money. I've been looking for models for quite some time. Can't find models. Can't even get them to email you. I mean, we're talking a retard level of professionalism. I, you, you would have a better time getting somebody who is mentally retarded to get back to you and be more professional than pretty girls. And I am not, this is not a let's slam on women. I'm talking about beauty. Beauty impairs women. It makes you worse than mental retards. It makes you incredibly handicapped because if I, if you get to, John Steele's probably rolling over in his, in his Seattle condo right now. John will agree with me on this. You give us a year of a gal's body that is equivalent to our current looks, we will come out after that year multimillionaires easily because we have the business acumen, the real world experience, the knowledge, knowledge to just go and like, what? I got to do this on this website, do this on that. We wouldn't ever pay for dinner on our lives ever again or for that year when we were a girl. And then you try and like help. Hey, I 
You got peanut butter. I got chocolate. I need to make some Reese's peanut butter cups. Can you give me some of that chocolate? I'll pay you for your time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Never hear from him again. It's like, do you, wait, 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 you got bigger, better things to do? And they never have any money. It's another thing. I have a colleague who works with women in this type of industry. And surprise, surprise, they blow through a quarter million a year. They never have money. Because again, beautiful beauty makes you a retard. You can't spend less than you make. You have to spend more than you make because beauty, by physical law, by the Newtonian laws of physics, has to make you a moron. Website. OnlyFans is a website. Where, hang on, I got to check this out. Let's check out OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com. You log in with Twitter. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you don't even you don't even get to go on a date. It's just a girl to send you pics. Files for twelve twelve ninety nine a month. There's not much else going on here. $25 a month. I guess so it's a monthly subscription. You subscribe monthly and they'll send you pictures. Um, OnlyFans is a website where people could subscribe to models and pay to see pictures of them. Fa basically, fans pay between $5 and $50 to see pictures of particular models and 80% of the fee is then passed back to the creators of the shop. <clears throat> how, how much easier can it be? You don't even need a computer. On top of that, fans can get in touch with creators and request bespoke images. Bespoke images? Or send them messages. Lottie has around 150 fans and has already managed to earn $5,500. Just from selling pictures that she takes in her bedroom online. Jesus Christ. And this woman is, there's something physically wrong with her. Not bad going, given that she only started in January of 2019. How old is this article? It's uh, 22 days ago. Lottie said, since I made my account and started posting in January this year, and I've since made 7400 total. When you sell your pictures, the statement gets sent to you with a breakdown into subscriptions, tips, and messages from fans. The first time it came through, I was so shocked. I never intended on this being long-term. It was only temporary till I got a job as I needed some money to tide me over. Ladies, if you, if any of you are listening and you're pretty <clears throat> and you're young and you're pretty, just make this your job. Okay. Just make this your job. You don't have to strip. You don't have to do webcam shit. You don't have to actually go on dates. It's hundred percent safe. The, if I was a woman, this is what I, I'd be going to the gym every fucking day. I'd be getting fake tit implants. I'd be buying lingerie. And I would be milking these men for millions of dollars. So by the time I'm 35 and it's starting to drift off, all right, I think women here are smart enough to know this is how the real world works. You girls aren't living with your heads up your ass. We have superior women on the Cappy Cap program. This is what I'd be doing, right? And then when it's 35, you got what? Two houses, one rental, one you live in, $500,000 cash. Because you're cashing in on the most powerful force in the universe, the most sought-after commodity ever. No, you're, you're going to go major in philosophy or women's studies or become a social worker. Good. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, now, though, I upload every day. It's pretty much a full-time job. Well, sort of. Okay, there's a picture of her with a bra. She continued, timings are so flexible. I post throughout the day with content that has been taken in advance sometimes. I'll take it and upload it instantly. Some of the shots, as you might expect, expect are a bit raunchy. Lottie has revealed that despite fears that she could be preyed on, her family is aware and are okay with her decision. Yeah, because she's making more money than her chemical engineering majoring uh, brother. She added, some fans remain anonymous with randomly generated username, but a lot of people use profile pics in their names. I don't know of any older men that follow me. A lot of messages I get are nice. People just want to compliment me. What? What's this like? Holy fuck. I got to... Because I have some female friends who are pretty and struggling, and I say, hey, and I say, oh, no, I got it. I'm like, what the fuck? Just go make your fucking money. Jesus. Initially, I initially posted the images on my Instagram page, but hit certain posts from most of my family. But someone who works at my dad's local pub has subscribed to me. <laughs> oh, and a few of the guys mentioned it. Our family friend who runs the pub found out I told my dad. He told my mom, but she already knew. Of course, he was more concerned than anything. My mom was concerned at first, too, but she's more relaxed now. Even my grand supports it. Yeah, because you're making more money than the entire family. Well, fair enough. If it's making that kind of dosh and everybody's okay with it, do whatever you want. Damn right. Who is this kid who wrote it? Tom Wood. Good for you, Tom Wood. Maybe I'll follow him on Instagram. Or not Instagram. Was his Twitter? That's what it is. All right. Let's go back to the chat room. <clears throat> Make sure there are no super chats remaining. Carlos Miranda. Roosh is going off a bit to, to another angle, though. Of what, though? What? I don't know what. I don't follow everybody. I barely have enough time to keep up with my own stuff. Um, Roosh, I know, is, uh, I read his book, Lady, which I would not recommend reading because it's something that everybody here knows. But if you wanted to give it to a girl, it makes a great gift to a girl uh, that you care about. Um, but, yeah, Roosh has played the game. He he got his, his full uh, complement of pussy, and now he... He's moving on. He wants to get married and have kids and raise an army of pugs. Come on. Come on, computer. Let's go. I gotta, give, me, give me a second here, guys. <clears throat> There's Carlos. Atham Eldecua for $2. Aaron Cleary is 5'5 and weighs 95. I'm not 5'5 and weigh 95 pounds. I got pictures where you and I are standing next to each other. I'm 5'8", and I weigh 145 pounds. I'm huge. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep them doggies rolling. Hi. Whoa, holy shit. $20 from K3 Eiler 05. Thank you, man. I'm 26 years old, 5'9", 350 pounds. Dude, you're not going to make it to 27. I've had a great girlfriend for the last seven years recently got an ultimatum to get healthier. She'll bail. I don't blame her 100. I don't 100%. She's got to look while she's young. She's got to find a guy that's not going to die before he's 30. Feels like the beginning of the end. I've realized that having access to pussy doesn't motivate me to change. Well, too bad. What do you, what do you want me to say? Lose weight. She has every look. We're very hard on women uh, because women are so deviant and errant from uh, what we would traditionally want. They have every right not to be. You could set your own path in life, but if, <clears throat> in terms of what men want, you know, I know I don't live my life. Okay. But we also have to have acknowledge the same side of the opposite coin. 
women have expectations too. 350 pounds, my ass, don't even fuck, get, fucking lose the weight. And this is a microcosm of what we talked about before. You should lose the weight if for any other reason yourself. You're going to die. I can't imagine what your heart's going through right now. 5'9", you're my height, and you weigh two and a half times what I weigh? Are you kidding me? She has every right to have a healthy, happy life and a good sex life. I don't know if she can find your goddamn dick. Lose the fucking weight. There we go. Glad I helped you out at assholeconsulting.com. Thanks for the money, man, but you know what to do. Don't don't act like you don't. Andrew P for two dollars. Thanks for the morning. Uh thanks for the podcast on this Friday morning. Yeah, I'd like to do it in the evening. Uh, but DT got a job. We would normally do it in the evening, but he doesn't get back until seven now. We used to do it at six. I could be done by eight. Me and the GF would go out, but he's uh he's got a real job. All right. <clears throat> uh the League of Extraordinary Podcasters. 405media.com, Financial Survival Network with Kerry Lutz. Check him out. Silvio Canto, C-A-N-T-O, at Canto Talk. You can find him on blogtalkradio.com. O'Shea Jackson, for the brothers out there, want to listen to a guy who isn't a skinny, white, pasty dude such as myself. Listen to brother O'Shea Jackson. Funny as hell. I got to download some of his podcasts again and binge because I get to drive back to Vejas. Economic invincibility, find him on YouTube. Jim Fear, 138.blogspot.com. That's Jim Fear, 138.blogspot.com. TJ Martinell, the man who has very poor taste in the prettiness of women. You can find him at tjmartinell.com, an author, blogger, but then uh, has a really good podcast um, up there in Cascadia. Small scale life with our good pal, Tom. World class bullshitters, entrepreneurs in cars, Rich Cooper, kept, uh, check him out on YouTube. Uh, non-communist science fiction, uh, an author, fellow colleague, Michael Kingswood. He has short stories, uh, science fiction, and of the non-communist type. So if you like science fiction but are sick and tired of the leftist politics that seem to be embedded in all science fiction, get some non-communist science fiction by going to non-communistsciencefiction.com and reading the full-length books and short stories of Michael Kingswood. SafetyPhD.com, our good friend, Dr. David Perodin. I got to have him on one of these days. He's got a book coming out that I'll plug later. We did fan mail. We did super chats. Olderbrother.com slash donate. We already talked about that. Vote, subscribe, comment, like, and share. If you would subscribe to the channel, that'd be great. Always helps out. If I get to 100,000, I get a guy. I did not know this. But if you break 100,000 subscribers... On YouTube, uh, Google assigns you a guy or a person. Uh, and I would, not because it would be financial, it certainly helped with finances, but I'm just kind of curious, like, hey, hey, so uh, you're my guy. Yeah. So uh, what do we do? <laughs> That's just, you probably hate my guts. You're probably this this 25-year-old leftist social justice warrior that just just detests me. I'm sure it, it pains you that you have to be on this, you know, libertarian channel where we're we're highly critical of of uh, the female gender because we actually love and care about. It. I I bet you you just really love being my guy. I I'd probably be nice to him. I'd be like, ah, don't worry. I mean, like, what do you, what do you you got something else to help me with? I mean, really, you just want me to give you five star reviews on your reviews and ratings and then let your boss be, then you can have yourself an extra lunch. What do you, come on, I, what are you, what are you going to do to help me? So, so if you guys all subscribe and we, you know, 
we got up to a hundred thousand, that'd be kind of just to see my guy. I'll take a picture of my guy and I like pose with the guy. Hi, I'm with the guy. Drive out to California. Hey, look at me. I'm with the guy. He's the guy. This is the guy. I'm the guy. Night and day. Great show. Great movie. Um, <clears throat> all right. That's it. One last time through the super chats before we go. Nick Shulaner. Hey, Cappy, thanks for the pocket. Yeah, no problem, dude. We got to do it Friday and, and Tuesday. Tuesday is the older brother. Friday is uh, asshole, or, uh, the Clary podcast. Um, all right. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.